Welcome to the King's Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 299. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the series The Moves of God. Today's special guest speaker is Reverend Ivan Williams of Georgetown, Guyana. Reverend Williams has, for decades, carried the passion for missions, so that at the onset of his marriage, 42 years ago this month, to his beautiful bride, Reverend Martha Williams, they left the city Georgetown to go into Guyana's hinterland to serve as missionaries for six years to the indigenous peoples there. Afterwards, Reverend Williams returned to towns and then to the city, the capital city, with his wife and their children, who were born to them in the early days of ministry. He later served as the district superintendent of the Wesleyan denomination for 10 years until recently. Since then, Reverend Ivan has been engaged with the churches in the hinterland by returning to visit the work regularly to help and encourage the pastors and strengthen their hands. Lastly, Guerna has seen an influx of Spanish-speaking peoples entering the land from a number of countries across the continent of South America and from elsewhere in the last five years. Consequently, Reverend Williams has been actively engaged in church planting for Hispanic people across Guyana. This is Reverend Williams' second presentation in the podcast. In episode number 42 on Friday, September 18th, 2020, he spoke on the topic the Lord hears the secret thoughts. Today, Reverend Ivan Williams will share with us on Despite God's confession of his love for Israel, she persisted sinning against God. Hence, they were condemned to Assyrian captivity. Lessons to learn. Today's scripture text is taken from Psalms chapter 5, verses 7 to 8 and 11 to 12. 
Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises for ever. Spread your protection over them, that all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. This text was taken from the New Living Translation. We will definitely see here that in this psalm, King David was giving praise to God in the morning. In my Bible, it is written that it was a morning prayer. Whereas on Wednesday of this week, we looked into Psalm 4 as an evening psalm. Do you remember when the Lord told Joshua to meditate on his word day and night? Well, the Lord gave to David the ability to write beautiful expressions in Psalms for the day and for the night, for rejoicing and for the days of mourning. This is the period of the Jewish New Year along with a series of holidays on their way. After a time of prayer of repentance, Jewish men on Thursday evening, in a number of over 35,000, assembled at the Temple Mount in Jerusalem to pray and sound the shofar. Here we read that they, the Jews, did the same when they had the temple they assembled to pray and sing and worship the lord their king now they have to resort to praying at the wall of the temple they prayed to god with the deepest awe for him then and now why awe the glory and holiness of god release awe in the hearts of men who praise him. Let's sing unto the Lord songs of praise in the mornings and in the evenings for ever. Singing unto the Lord will change our attitude toward God. We will live in awe of him throughout the day, and the Lord will bless the godly who praise him and surround them as with a shield meaning he will protect them that know him and fellowship with him. Today we will listen to this very beautiful song, Town at the Cross. It is a hymn that was sung by the Gator Band and can be found on YouTube.
In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on Despite God's confession of his love for Israel, she persisted sinning against him. Hence, they were condemned to Assyrian captivity. Lessons to learn. Please stay tuned as we continue in the series, The Moves of God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Romvelt Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams. The West Rhineville Church meets in person for services on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. and for evening services they meet via Zoom and Facebook for a dynamic service called Power Hour. This service commences at 7 p.m. A similar approach is undertaken on Wednesday evenings during Bible study via the same platforms, Facebook and Zoom, also at 7 p.m. The West Romville Church continues to serve their community in various ways. Two examples are they have a children's home for orphans and a daycare centre for younger children. Please make plans to attend this week, either in person or online. The pastor and the brothers and sisters will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 299. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Thursday, September 22nd, the White House released remarks by President Joseph Biden on Hurricane Fiona recovery efforts 
for Puerto Rico. He gave this presentation at the Female Region 2 office in New York. Accordingly, President Joseph Biden noted that his administration was surging federal resources to Puerto Rico and that they will do everything to meet the urgent needs there. President Biden added that they will be with Puerto Rico now and until this was done and until they recover. Lastly, President Biden also stated that on Sunday, even before the storm made landfall, he approved the emergency disaster declaration, which brings the full force of the federal government to respond. Knowing full well the catastrophic effects, how catastrophic they could be on communities that haven't even fully recovered from the last time. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Leib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 9 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and the team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on the speech to the United Nations General Assembly, UNGA, delivered by Israel's Prime Minister on Thursday, September 22nd. The Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported that Prime Minister Yair Lapid, in his speech, argued that an agreement with the Palestinians based on two states for two peoples was the right thing for Israel's security, for Israel's economy and for the future of their children. Peace was not a compromise. It was the most courageous decision they can make, he contended. Further, Prime Minister Lapid also submitted that despite all the obstacles 
Still today, a large majority of Israelis support the vision of this two-state solution and that he was one of them. The Israeli Prime Minister then elaborated that Israel has only one condition, that a future Palestinian state will be a peaceful one, that it will not become another terror base from which to threaten the well-being and the very existence of Israel, that Israel will have the ability to protect the security of all the citizens of Israel at all times, and that Israel wants to live in peace, but only if it gives the people of Israel security. Furthermore, Prime Minister Lapid underscored that from the UN's podium to the people of Gaza, Israel was ready to help them build a better life, to build an economy and that Israel has presented a comprehensive plan to help rebuild Gaza. That Israel only has one condition, stop firing rockets and missiles at Israel's children. Lastly, the Prime Minister added that the Middle East was their home, that Israel was there to stay forever. And the Prime Minister issued a call to every Muslim country, from Saudi Arabia to Indonesia, to recognize that and to come to talk to Israel, and that Israel's hand was outstretched for peace. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book Threads in the Tapestry Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace. Written by yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website the King is coming soon. Cam. Threads in the Tapestry. Conflict and resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. This great king loves his wife very much and would do anything to shower her with his affection. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the moves of God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Thursday, September 22nd, the White House released the remarks by President Biden on Hurricane Fiona's recovery efforts for Puerto Rico. The President stated that his administration was surging federal resources to Puerto Rico and that they will do everything to meet the urgent needs there. Internationally 
Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on the speech to the United Nations General Assembly delivered by Prime Minister Lapid on Thursday, September 22nd. The Prime Minister in his speech argued that an agreement with the Palestinians based on two states for two peoples was the right thing for Israel's security, for Israel's economy and for the future of their children. Welcome to our devotional. All week we've been looking at the series The Moves of God. On Monday we focused on Caption For Israel has forgotten his maker and has built temples. What can nations learn today from Samaria's rejection of God? On Wednesday it was The words of God's judgment on Samaria Because of her great wickedness you have ploughed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity. Likewise, on Friday, our special guest speaker will share with us on, despite God's confession of his love for Israel, she persisted sinning against him, hence they were condemned to Assyrian captivity. Lessons to learn. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Yet I am the Lord your God ever since the land of Egypt, and you shall know no God but me, for there is no Saviour besides me. This text was presented to you from Hosea chapter 13 verse 4. Reverend Williams presents the picture of a compassionate God who has to deftly deal with the children of disobedience. He demonstrates that God uniquely and deliberately ups to show his love for mankind and that he does not act hastily to render judgment Yet indeed he does judge the sinner for his sins. Kindly listen with rapt attention and see what the Lord will reveal to you via this presentation. Please let's welcome our special guest, Reverend Ivan Williams. Thank you, Sister Cherub. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here to share with you in these next few moments as we quickly look at Hosea, the book of Hosea, chapter 11 particularly. Hosea was the only writing prophet from the northern kingdom, and um, it's good to know that he prophesied during Israel's last days in time of national expansion and prosperity. But as often happens in good times, uh, Israel strayed from the Lord. Uh, Israel retained a superficial commitment to the Lord. And um, in reality, they were worshipping the Canaanite gods. They relied on their own economic and political prowess to sustain them. And like Hosea points out, this, such misplaced priorities and idolatry had corrupted them 
And so he calls this kind of behavior whoredom. Uh, recall that Israel was warned way back that they should not forget God in the midst of prosperity. And so in Deuteronomy 8.17, the warning came, and this was the word, Do not say to yourself, My power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as he is doing today inferring that whatever prosperity they would have experienced and even up to this day is because of the covenant relationship with their forefathers between their forefathers and God now the 11th chapter of Hosea may have some literal things but a lot of it would also have um, implications for the future that is to say prophetic things there are some lessons we can learn in the short time that we have one that acknowledging God as our source is fundamental to our relationship with him and this is very important acknowledging God as our source is fundamental to our relationship with him in fact the Apostle Paul and Mars Hill did remind the gathering there that it is in him that we live and move and have our being we know that if we acknowledge him in all our ways he will direct our path so God is the source of all that we have based on our relationship our experiences come out of the relationship we have with God so the the second thing I notice uh, in this uh, chapter is that God disciplines his children but he does it out of love and I'm reminded in the book of Hebrews that whom the father loveth he chastened it and scourged every son whom he corrected. Now, in the very nature of God, the whoredoms of Israel and some of the atrocities that they committed, even against the warning that they should not follow other gods or go into idolatry and so on, the God of, of justice could not um, allow this to just pass. And so there was the element of judgment for their actions. And yet we see something coming out of the heart of God and gives us a sense of who he really is. A God full of compassion in, in verse 8. He says, how can I treat you like Zeboim? My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. Verse 9, I will not execute my fierce anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim. For I am God and no mortal, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. In other words, if God were to judge sins, who will stand? And he couldn't operate like us human beings. There's something about God's very nature. God is love, and he's plenteous in mercy and full of compassion. And so the whole general tenor of this chapter is showing God's compassion despite Israel's ingratitude and that's a great lesson for us sometimes we want vengeance upon our enemies and we want to see them punished and we want to see people 
suffer for what they have done. The God that we serve is full of compassion. So notwithstanding Israel's ingratitude, and yes, there was judgment, but he had called them to repentance. And of course, it was made possible only by his grace. So that's very, very important that God's grace overrides a number of things. And so he wouldn't view them as we humans would or the various situations as humans we would judge. And so it's amazing, this God and his love. I remember the prodigal son, you know, after he had done what he had done and coming back now, the father was waiting. And while he was still mumbling a few words as a way of excuse and an and explanation, the father fell on his neck and kissed him and ordered him to be washed, put on the best robe and the ring on his finger and there was a party sometimes you don't understand that about god we, you know we are astounded at such love but that was really showing the heart of the god whom we serve full of compassion and plenteous in mercy more often than not we think of him as a god of judgment and wrath but you know this is who god is by very heart and nature god the god of love and so they end being with all this chastening and entreating and so on is that uh, there will be reconciliation and restoration and so there is that in god's heart that when he treats with us when he deals with us when he disciplines us that there is the idea is that we be restored and that's what he's really concerned about because his heart is out there for us and so i want to encourage us today to acknowledge god as our source because this is a fundamental aspect to our relationship with him and then understand that when we're disciplined it's not because god hates us in fact it's because he loves us and he wants us to walk the straight and narrow way and he wants us to be of course the best that we could be the idea of his dealings with us is to bring us to a place of reconciliation as in as in the case of israel and restoration because this is what this and who god is god is merciful full of compassion that despite israel's uh, ingratitude he wants to bring them to himself as his own yes they will pay the price for their their wrongs they'll be faced with judgment but in the end god's grace will prevail and they will be a people after his own heart and he will forgive them and redeem them may our hearts be encouraged today to know that we have a god full of compassion full of mercy plenteous in mercy like the psalmist says and his ways are past finding out he's an awesome god the lord bless you on behalf of the podcast listeners I would like to express our sincere gratitude to our special guest, Reverend Williams, for gently presenting God's great nature to us and for us to be in awe of his unfailing love. He shows us the pain God himself suffered as he looked on his people and the tone of his voice as he tells them his compassion grows warm and tender. God is indeed good. He is gracious and compassionate. Please turn to the Lord today. 
Why should you continue to reject the God who loves you so much? Please let's pray. Abba Father who art in heaven, you are the everlasting God. You are the great God. David talks about you as triumphant, as great, as awesome, as compassionate, as beautiful, as lovely. And he says, they hold you in deepest awe because of all these magnificent attributes that only could be found in you alone. We thank you, God. You are great. You are good. You are lovely. We give you praise. We come into your presence seeking your covering desiring to dwell in the secret place of the Most High, that we would abide under the shadow of the Almighty, that we can say of the Lord, He's our refuge, He's our God, in Him we will trust. Lord, we have examined the entire book of Hosea, from chapters 1 to 14. In it, we have beheld your glory, We have beheld the fact that you are indeed good. You are indeed gracious and compassionate. You love so much. You appeal to the people to respond to your love, to turn away from sin. And we repent of our own ways, our own decisions that have caused us to sin against you. We come to you, God, appealing for redemption for your grace to abound to us that we would seek you always forgive us of our sins in jesus name we pray amen those who don't know the lord or have turned from him we invite you to accept him as your lord today david says in psalm 107 oh give thanks unto the lord for he is good for his mercy endures for ever. And on three or four occasions he says, Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work toward the children of men. Lord, I have sinned against you. You have been good to the children of men, and so I repent of my sins. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior today, that I would live for you and experience your great goodness, that I would tell the others who know me but don't know you, how is it I have peace and living in victory? Because I am living for the Lord. I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Therefore, redeem me, help me, keep me, preserve me, in your only Son's name. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 299. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, 
Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Silkay, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I would also like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Okerch, who sounded the shofar, and to our special guest speaker, Reverend Ivan Williams, who took us into the throne room of God. The past four weeks' exercise showed us the moves of God, a God who demonstrated by way of Hosea's life to his people a certain message. And then, to the end of it this week, where Reverend Williams told us about repentance, about returning to God, and about God himself as one who has great love and compassion for his people. Reverend Williams concluded that we don't always understand the love of God and are astounded at such love, and that in the end Israel will be redeemed and that the grace of God will prevail. We will end with this text from Hosea chapter 14 verse 9. Who is wise? Let him understand these things. Who is prudent? Let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.